Hey guys, it's Tia Moore here with the Next Few Home Professionals and Next Few Podcasts. Thank you for joining us today. So I know we are recording on a non-podcast day. We would usually record on Thursdays. And so we have a special recording on Tuesday because 4th of July falls on Thursday. And I doubt anybody would be watching us on 4th of July. And also I didn't want to record on 4th of July. <laughs> um, I have our special guest in studio, Bridget Jackson. Um, she is going to talk to us about you know, Phoenix real estate, downtown, tiny houses, um, and just just non-traditional, well, I shouldn't say non-traditional, it's traditional for some people, but just different options that you can explore when you're thinking about buying a home and just kind of walking through that process. So really excited to have this conversation with Bridget while she's in town this week. And so you guys, if you have any questions, be sure to put them in the comments and we'll be sure to, um, to get them answered live here during the episode if you watch the replay if you watch usually you know i'm asking you to put your little light bulb in the comment section so we know you caught it on the replay and we know that you were somehow enlightened by the conversation <laughs> so enlightening <laughs> so without further ado let's start our conversation with bridget hey girl hey how you doing very good thank you for joining absolutely thank no you pleasure. for the idea oh <laughs> <laughs> i was really happy about that yeah well i'm a little passionate about it so yes well, tell us, tell the audience that don't know you, yeah. tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, so I've been a resident off and on of Phoenix since 1989. So you would pretty much say I'm a native. Mm -hmm. um, my parents still live here. My brothers still live here. I've left and come back. Um, currently, I'm living in New York City, Yay. working for a technology company called Oscar Health Insurance, which is getting ready. I think they do offer insurance here currently, actually. They do? Yeah. They're okay. on the... Um, what is that? The Affordable Care Act. Okay. They're on the that, and they're getting ready to do um, small business insurance as well. Ooh. Here. So it's kind of neat. They moved me to uh, New York, where uh, you have to live small. Yeah. Unless you're paying thousands. Ten, fifteen, twenty thousand a month. Nine, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in my budget. So you might have to come back to when they start offering small business insurance, so yeah. we can have a conversation. Absolutely. Because, Hello, it's Absolutely. Me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. So you, when you moved here in 1989 to mm -hmm. Phoenix, tell, like, how different was it then than it is today? I don't even think the 10 and the 17 connected. Really? I think that was being constructed when I first moved here. Okay. So, like, downtown was a ghost town. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, one of my first apartments was on Fifth Avenue, just north of Van Buren, mm -hmm. in a rent control place. The apartments <laughs> are actually still there, mm -hmm. but everything else around there that's popping right now... <laughs> That wasn't there. Now, the question is, did those condos get turned into no. condos? They no. didn't. Mm -mm. It's still okay. the same building. It's still affordable housing. Interesting. I know. Rare to find. It's very rare. Mm -hmm. So we were in downtown Phoenix. What was that, Sunday? When yep. We went to brunch. Yeah. At Paz Cantina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, we won't talk about that experience. No. Um, but... When we were down there, we talked about we talked a little bit about how much it's grown, even mm. just in the last five years. Yeah, it's so nice over there. I I love coming back and mm -hmm. coming into that area. Like it it makes it hard. You know, I know a lot of people live out in the suburbs or mm -hmm. whatnot, but it makes it hard to want to live anywhere else when there's just so much, like so quickly you can mm -hmm. get to so many things, and it's just beautiful. I'm getting the downtown Phoenix bug. Not yeah. even I'm not even lying. I'm so serious about it. I'm like, how much more could I shrink? 
I could do it. I think I could do it. I as long as I have closet do it. space. I think anybody could do it. <laughs> the only thing that's more than is closet space for me. That's the only thing I care that's about. That's why you got to get creative. And like a, a, I can have, I can, I don't need a huge kitchen, but I need a functional kitchen. That's for sure. Because yeah. I do cook. Yeah. Not for a lot of people, but I cook. <laughs> you know, I like to do quick and go on with my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about condos. Mm -hmm. So, so have you considered, cause you asked me about buying a condo in preparation of you moving. Is that okay mm -hmm. to say that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, cause some people may not know this and I don't even, I, I think I talked to you a little bit about it. People may not know, like, let's say for example, you live somewhere else and you know, you're going to move, mm -hmm. relocate back to where you're from right yeah um, a lot of people don't know that you can still purchase and use it as a rental property so that you can lock in low prices mm -hmm. and then you know move into it once you move back to the city and it's just kind of looked at as a second home compared to where you live at yeah and I've also heard that if you don't own somewhere else and you still kind of consider this as your residence uh -huh. you can and if you're not renting per se like officially renting that is true you can purchase this as your first residence which is I believe it's different financing terms the, and things like the that. the financing is different yeah but yes you can do that yeah it's just sometimes they may give you a bigger interest rate yeah so but if you purchase if you're renting somewhere and you purchase as a second home you actually can get a lower interest rate like even if you just purchase a second home and it's a vacation home, like yeah. say you live here and you yeah. purchase somewhere and it's definitely for vacation, yeah. you get a lower interest rate than if you purchase as an investment. Interesting. It's I know. See? We're going to talk some more after I this. Know, I know, I know. We got to call Justin. I was talking to him about it the other day. So, <laughs> Okay, so, tell, so condos in Phoenix. So how about how big was your condo on Van Buren and Fifth? Um, maybe... Maybe 800 square feet. Okay. It wasn't that big. Okay. And I would say that's about the size of my first apartment, probably. Yeah. That's about yeah. right. And It, it might have been a little smaller, but I mean, it was definitely an efficiency. It wasn't a really big space. Okay. Um, but again, it was rent controlled, so gotcha. there could be a whole lot of space with that. So how does that compare to your apartment in New York? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so I actually, I was fortunate enough when I moved to New York, I moved in. My aunt is a flight attendant with Delta, and she has a place, so I'm actually renting a room from her. Very cool. Um, in Queens, so okay. I have a commute into the city. What? But that's really what made it affordable for me to move to New York because it's really you can't normally move to New York and say that you kind of made a financial come up. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm an executive assistant. I do okay, mm -hmm. but I'm not. You know, I'm not making that level of bank right. where New York was inexpensive, um, but in the way that I did it. So um, so it's a pretty good sized place, okay. um, but my room is pretty small. <laughs> it's, it's pretty small. Like I think my closet in my last apartment in Phoenix was about as big as my room. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a really big closet. See, that's important. that's important. Well, I've changed since then. Okay, so let's talk about that. Because yeah. I know you are really interested in mm -hmm. buying a tiny home, mm -hmm. tiny house. Yeah. So I would like to know what what journey you had to go through to, to be get like, to okay, I could buy a tiny house. So a few years back, I was um, in the music industry as a tour and production manager. Okay. So I lived out of a suit suitcase for mm. about two years. Okay. Um, so, and all my stuff went into storage basically because I was home maybe 
couple of weeks okay. total out of a year. Okay. I was just in and out. Um, so I didn't even have a place really. I had all my things in storage. Mm-hmm. When I finally moved back to Phoenix and got my stuff out of storage, it was like, <laughs> what is all this stuff? Right. I haven't seen it, I haven't used it. There was a lot of things I was holding on to for sentimental value or well such and such gave this to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but what what why am I holding on to it? Right. You know, and I started reading on um kind of the uh, psychological mm-hmm. reasons that we hold on to things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been into organizing and whatnot, so kind of my transition out of touring was I started doing um, like home and office organization, and I ended up with a lot of clients that were hoarders. Really? Yeah. Wait, yeah. they were hoarders and they wanted to be organized? They thought <laughs> that they could be organized. Okay. They thought that that was the problem. They didn't want the to actually organization. get rid of anything. They oh, just see. thought if they organized it, mm-hmm. And it was like, no, if you have a pathway through your house because you have boxes of things and, and you're holding on to stuff, like there was stuff, you know, we hold on to things. Right. I mean, that's why storage units are popping up everywhere because so you ran out of room at your house and now you're. I know. Yeah, you're paying extra money to store stuff. And so when I started it's looking crazy. at how much, um, how much space did I want to have? how much was those things worth to me that I was going to pay for square footage every month? And that's when it started just kind of me equating, okay, I don't want to pay all my money into space to store things. Correct. You yeah. know? Um, and I want to travel more, things like that. So mm-hmm. I started thinking, like, what do I really need? Like, do I really need eight different coats for winter? <laughs> you know? I In mean, Phoenix. Well, I travel. You okay, know, okay, Chicago's okay, okay. colder. You know, you go okay, different okay. places. <laughs> yeah, in Phoenix. But then you need like 14 different jackets because depending on the shoes you're wearing, and I had different purses. I mean, I had the whole shoes and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and I just, it was kind of a leap of, mm-hmm. I don't want to pay to store this stuff. I'd rather have less and need less space. Gotcha. And be able to spend my money on experiences rather than things. I agree with that part mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I know I don't. It's funny I don't save a lot of things. Yeah. I used to. I'd be like, well, I don't want to throw it away because if they ever ask me that they gave me this gift, I'll feel yeah. bad about it. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> Thanks for that. I I will use things and I'll mm-hmm. use them and then after it's over, I I'm okay yeah. with parting ways. Yeah. Um, I like to give things to other people mm-hmm. and you know even donate and mm-hmm. different people that need it. Um, different things like that, but yeah. I try not to hold on things. Like if I buy something, okay, I got to get rid of something because yeah. I don't like clutter. Yeah. So it, it's you wouldn't know it from my desk at work, <laughs> but I don't like clutter in my house. Like when I come in, I like it to be greasy yeah. and mm-hmm. clear and like so I don't have like crazy thoughts. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just how I yeah. look at it. And so plus I like to have all my windows open and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Who wants to have all the windows open and your house is a mess? Not yeah. nobody. And cluttered and anyway, sorry, yeah. I ramble. But <laughs> um but I so I could definitely see minimalizing mm-hmm. and clearing out space and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But one thing I can't get rid of is options. Options. <laughs> I just need options. Yeah. Like even though I will get rid of stuff, that doesn't yeah. mean I don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I still have like the way that I've gotten with how I store things and whatnot. I'm mm-hmm. pretty efficient. Okay. Um, like I used to keep a lot of back stock, I guess you would say, like, you know, buy in bulk and have extras. Oh. I don't do that as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just don't have time. Like I'm getting 
I don't want to call it lazy, but in some <laughs> ways it, that's what it is. I don't I don't want to spend the time figuring out what I'm wearing. You yeah. Know, so I've almost got a uniform. Okay. You know, jeans, a blazer, a tee, and that's really smart, sneakers. Though. You know, clean white sneakers, yeah. a few sandals. I got you know a couple of pair of hot heels for if I have a date mm-hmm. or something, but. That's for the most part, it's just I keep it really simple because when I'm getting ready in the morning or whatever it mm-hmm. is, it doesn't take me long. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not able to get long. Like, I'm 30 minutes and done. Yeah. And that's inclusive of everything. That's Believe it or not. People that's who are like, no, it took you long. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> all this does not take that long. No, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so you started looking at tiny homes. Yeah. Well, I started looking at – also, there was – um you know, when you're looking at properties, some of the mm-hmm. ones when I first started looking were like older homes. Yes. And, and you could smaller. find them pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could find them pretty inexpensively. And then also just in conversing with some of my friends and family, um, a lot of us are thinking about when we get older. Some of us don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we all kind of think similarly. So we're thinking, you know, we should all just get tiny homes mm-hmm. and build them all on a piece of property so we're around each other mm-hmm. and then get an extra tiny home mm-hmm. that we build that's for like when we get old and we need a caretaker or a cabana <laughs> boy. So, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Because so, it's like we're going to need long-term care and that's expensive. Right. But if you have it there in the hopes that you're not so broke down that you need assisted living, right. you know, but then that that would be a way for us to kind of conveniently do it and be around people. Julia Estrada says hello. Hey. <laughs> she says great interview. Thanks, Julia. Thank you. Um, okay, so so you're going to create a tiny home colony. Mm-hmm, pretty much. <laughs> a little community, not yeah. a colony, a community. Yeah. Okay. So, but what how how did it first catch your eye? Cuz the first time I ever heard about tiny homes, no no joke, was watching HGTV, clicking through. People kept asking me, "Have you heard about tiny homes?" I'm like, "No, what the heck is that?" And I, I saw it on HGTV. You know, I can't remember exactly. I know it had to have been like a Pinterest, Instagram thing. I was looking at, you know, organizational, especially when I was doing that. Yeah. And I was looking at, you know, how to organize in small spaces. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started seeing more of the tiny home stuff. And even RVs being converted where people live full time. Yes. I mean, living off the grid, Mm -hmm. being able to travel around and just mm-hmm. kind of lock and go. That's yeah. right, because those were the kinds of things I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Then that's when I started seeing it. So then I started, you know, researching builders and mm-hmm. getting plans because my father's pretty handy. Like he's helped build a home from the ground up. He's nice. done home renovations. So I knew that if I wanted to go that route, he could help. He could direct me. Mm-hmm. You know, he let me know he's not <laughs> he's not doing that. He's retired. He's like, and I'm going to he's stay like, that way. He's like, I've got my own house to deal with. I'm not building yours. But at least he'd be able to, like, you know, guide direction. Me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so your ideal tiny house situation, what does that look like? Um, ideally, it would be single level because okay. i got to think about the knees yep. and whatnot <laughs> as I get older. They don't work so well. Um, a good functional kitchen. Okay. And I wouldn't need a very large living space because I want my living space to be outdoors. Ideally, I want to be in a place that's got mostly good weather um, and that I wouldn't really be sitting at, you know, inside that often. Okay. And and I've seen some that kind of have almost like an expandable space where you can like put a nice um, porch cover, things like that. So um, that's 
That's really it. The kitchen is important. A nice bathroom. I've seen some mm-hmm. of them where they're like pretty tiny, but you can get a pretty good size. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then on some land where I can have a small garden, mm-hmm. you know, and have that outdoor living space. Would you get another dog? <laughs> I would. You know, I've thought about getting a piece of land and doing like a rescue. Okay. There you go. So you yeah. could do all that in one. Yeah. So if I went tiny, I would need it to be somewhat high tech. Yeah. <laughs> like I would just want to push a button and like my makeup rolls out and then I push it and it goes <laughs> back in. <laughs> and then like. I mean, you can make that happen. I mean, that's all. I, it's just the little things. I don't need a lot of crazy things. Mm-hmm. But what I like to see and what I like in my where I live now and any place I've ever lived, mm-hmm. I like for things to be seen, not seen. Yeah. I like everything to be put away. Yeah. And, and I don't know, my environment may seem a little sterile to some people. But yeah. I like that. I just don't like stuff being same. everywhere. I'm the same I just, way. I don't like that. And yeah. so if I had a tiny home, because there's not, so I've seen some where the storage is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, but I just want to push a button. I don't want to have to pull anything. <laughs> you I want it all wanna, automated. I just want it. I know there's somebody out there that can make that happen. I, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And if if yeah. they can't, they will be born <laughs> by the time by the, you're ready. or they'll be you know an adult in in the work field by the time I'm ready to or make. Someone's going to be listening to this podcast and they're going to and create it for you or that julia says they're buying land in northern arizona for a tiny home community of friends i love it <laughs> love i love the home it. idea i really like your spare tiny home idea great for traveling guests too yep that is a good idea for traveling guests yep totally agree hi tasha tasha pictures watching she lives in maryland okay. you can come when you move back to phoenix you can buy a tiny home tasha she's yeah. probably rolling her eyes at me about a tiny home or moving back to phoenix no she's i think she's gonna move back to phoenix yeah so um but yeah about a tiny home nobody wants to live in the cold Mm -mm. like like you said you said i want to live with somewhere with nice weather so Mm -mm. you talked about what the tiny house is Mm -hmm. where would it be would it be here in phoenix ideally probably somewhere a little bit north like North in Arizona or north as in Portland, Seattle? I don't know that I'd go up to the Pacific Northwest just with the people that I'm talking about doing a community with. In fact, my um, cousins, we've talked about doing one outside of Cedar City because um, the weather there is pretty great. It gets a little cold and it gets a little warm, but it's got four seasons, but they're not unbearable. You don't have tornadoes. You don't have Mm -hmm. a lot of those issues. Um, And... There's the Shakespeare Festival that happens there. And it's a pretty big thing now. It's like an industry there. They have a really big theater. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a When real, is this? I know there's a, a run in May. Um, I want to say maybe September. Kimmy, Kelly, don't get mad at me. Um, I should have this down. But it's hmm. two or three times a year that they have a run. But it's an all-year-round. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That is so cute. So if we weren't there, we could rent them out. You know, Airbnb, Airbnb. them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so here's this is a million. That's dollar. the other thing about if you have like fifteen tiny houses though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for investments, okay, for investments. Yeah. Okay. That's the other thing. Like so maybe you get a tiny house in Portland. Maybe you get it, you know, so you I could think, do multiple and yeah. enjoy places where you'd like to be. Yeah. But for way less money than you'd way pay for a traditional and home stuff to take and care. way less they're more energy efficient because you're not using as much energy nowadays you can get solar and things set up where you're completely off grid i was just about to say that i have read about um about people using solar energy mm-hmm. and then they use like a well mm-hmm. um for their water usage mm-hmm. it's it's quite interesting yeah uh, i'm not there yet 
I yeah. could I could probably do tiny depending on the closet. That's that's what it boils down to. It's always a closet. <laughs> Tasha said, you know that will not, capital not, <laughs> no. work for me, LOL. <laughs> I love the idea and thought of buying one as an in-law suite for my mom. That's a good idea. That's a popular move these days, too, is people are break, building, bringing them onto their land. land. So for like an in-law suite. That's what I said. Um, I think on the tiny house episode, uh, we talked about, um, I think it was like two episodes ago of the mm-hmm. of the next few podcasts. Make sure you guys subscribe on iTunes, by the way, yeah. or, Pot, or Stitcher or SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast. And then also set the little bell reminder here on the Facebook page. But um, we talked about people using them for like man caves yeah. or she sheds, as mm-hmm. some ladies call it. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, or just a simple guest house. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be in-laws, but yeah. just a simple guest house if you already have the space, instead of moving out of your existing home, just so that you can get an additional 200 square feet. Cause that, mm-hmm. I mean, here in Arizona. Or going through the expense of building an addition onto your home. That too. Because that can require different permits. Yep. And a lot of, you know, electricals. A lot of time these ones can kind of simply tie into your existing stuff. And yeah. It's not a big deal. Which would be really cool. Can you imagine a little kid having like a tiny home playhouse? I've seen. Which it's actually, now that I'm saying this. <laughs> I've seen But it. now that I say that, I had that. My, grand, my great grandmother, when I was a little kid, they had this. I don't know, I'm going to say, I guess it's an acre across the street from their house. And it was like, supposedly, <laughs> sorry, cousins and sisters and <laughs> siblings, but uh, it was my park. <laughs> it was, it was my park. And then it had like a little mobile home on it. Uh-huh. And it was like a room and, mm-hmm. you know, you know how mobile homes are. Yeah, yeah. So it was a full park with swings and um, we called them teeter-totters. I don't know what you guys, seesaws uh, uh-huh. in some places. It had everything you would want in a park. Yeah. But it was my park. Yeah. <laughs> and it had the little mobile home. So uh-huh. I did have my first tiny home back you when did. I was like six. When you were tiny. <laughs> <laughs> when I was tiny and didn't know anything about what this is. But I'm sorry to let you guys know that was my park. Um, so, no, but I, so I have, I guess I would, that wouldn't be weird for a little kid to have like a little no. tree house, tiny house. In yeah. the back of the house. I think in and Arizona you, you see it. it a lot too. You could see it because there's so many homes that were smaller but built on really big lots mm-hmm. where you could do it. In fact, I've got a friend that my friend Lowe mm-hmm. lives um, around 9th Street in Highland. Okay. And there's a couple of homes in, in her neighborhood where she lives where they've got tiny ho- homes on the lot I've seen in addition them. to the house. I've seen them up at South Mountain too. I don't know if anybody has seen them. They're the prefab. Um, so cute. I, mm-hmm. I totally want to just knock on the door and ask Girl, them if so I could come in. I have done this, by the way. I not in not, that area. I would not be surprised. But there's this house that is my dream home. And uh-huh. I went and knocked on the door a couple weeks ago. Like, I just want to know if you're ever going to sell this place. <laughs> what did they no, say? They're no. not selling it. No. But I, w- I have no shame. I would do that. So yeah. I think I probably will do that for the prefab houses. But they look really good. And there's only like six of them in the whole area. And mm-hmm. I, I guarantee they're probably all friends. They look exactly the same. Yeah. And they're like all on, it looks like all on one little quarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the same plot. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not yeah. a bad idea. No, we just got to figure out the zoning. I know. That's the only hard part. Yeah. But it's kind of like solar like it's like mm-hmm. arizona is just really fighting going the industry <laughs> it's it's crazy they don't want to give up that money it's it's absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be non-profit but it's obviously yeah. for profit yeah um we all know better i know because solar is so 
it'd be so easy to go solar and it trips me out because when I went to South Africa and I know you've been to South Africa mm-hmm. solar's everywhere everywhere so it's Some, looked sometimes at, that's the only way you get electricity <clears throat> well and it's looked at as like an a from at least from the United States it's a non-developed country right but they're advanced <laughs> in terms of at least in that area yeah they're pretty far advanced and I'm looking I'm like everywhere is solar which makes sense there's always sunshine yeah it's exactly like it is here. Mm-hmm. Why would we not? It's so stupid. Yeah. They get all types of tax breaks in California mm-hmm. and all up and down the Pacific Northwest. For anyway, I'm just I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just crazy. We need to we need to push it forward because yep. people are spending a lot of money here with solar and they're not really seeing the tax breaks because the, the electricity companies continue raising their prices. Mm-hmm. But that's Nikki a, Lynn said you're episode. good at everything. I swear. Great radio voice too. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good compliment, Nikki. <clears throat> All right. Well, anything else you want to add about the tiny house transition? No. Anything else that would be like a dream type situation? Or are you calling on people to help buy this land so they can come <laughs> live with you? Yeah. Anybody <laughs> want to go in uh, on a piece of property with me in how Phoenix? Much? Let's, how much? How much land? I think an acre would be good. One acre. Mm-hmm. In what part of Phoenix? Like central Phoenix? Yeah. Kind of that central area. I've even thought about looking just a little bit on the South South Phoenix side, because there's a bit more. But there's there's still some pockets of land in Phoenix. I just got to go find them. I have to reach out to my client, because they have yeah? a parcel of land mm-hmm. that they're thinking of selling. Mm-hmm. I'm voting for yes, sell it. Okay. So it'd be interesting if it could be converted into like a little tiny home. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe I said little and tiny back to back <laughs> into a tiny home community. How cool would that be? Yeah, I think it'd be amazing. And not mm. only when you look at like um, Colorado has some that they're using to house veterans. Um, yes. Getting people out of um, shelters because shelters cost us way more. Mm-hmm. The amount of money that we spend on emergency um, shelter, mm-hmm. we could easily house everyone. We could build them homes and house them for cheaper than what we're paying. But a lot of times it's because of the wraparound services, and there's you know big story behind that. But if we just talk about wanting to get people into affordable housing, mm-hmm. that would be a solution. That's a great solution. Maybe that we should work on that together. Yeah, I'm not even joking. Okay, that'd actually be something good to work on. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it. you joining Absolutely. me today. Hopefully we, we see more about this tiny house development, especially as home prices continue to increase and we have mm-hmm. a lot more people moving into the valley, mm-hmm. which is putting a little bit of a strain on some people as yeah. far as finding affordable housing and what they can what they can afford and all that stuff. So all those things are important and things to think about when you're moving into communities, guys. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap up the podcast today. Again, we're, there will not be an episode on Thursday. I hope you guys enjoy a happy Independence Day and spend time with your families or go travel or do something good. Bridget's in town to visit her family, yep. which is awesome. And my friends. And her friend. Yes. <laughs> it was a good visit the other day. I made, like, new friends. It was good. Um, so anyway, you guys, thank you so much for joining in. We love to make sure that you guys are connected with the best professionals out there. So when you're thinking about buying or selling a home, make sure you consider our team, the next few home professionals, me, Samantha, and Fabi. We would love to assist you in whatever journey that you're going to go on, whichever, whether it's a condo, a house, a tiny house. <laughs> we want to be able to assist you. And even if you just have a question, feel free to reach out to us. Our number is 480-281-3078. You can text us at that number. And then if you're watching on the screen, you can just send us an email at info at nextviewre.com. And we will be happy to answer your questions. 
We also work with the greatest loan originators in the business, Justin and Ryan um, from Nova Home Loans. They're the Oliver Whalen team. If you guys have refinances are crazy right now. Yeah, I bet. So you, if you're looking to, you know, stay in your home, looking to just, um, you know, reduce your interest rate, reduce your monthly payment, or maybe even take cash out, reach out to Ryan and Justin. They can assist you with that process. Their number is up on the screen. They will take good care of you. Even if you just have a simple question, be sure to reach out. I know I had somebody who was going through a different loan officer and they just wanted a, a second opinion and mm -hmm. Justin was gracious enough to give some advice on that. Um, and then we also recommend Yvonne Hunter, Dr. Yvonne Hunter from Platinum Home Warranty. She's absolutely the best. One thing I like about Platinum Home Warranty is that all of their servicers come directly from Platinum. So you're not having 45 different trades that are coming to your house and people that don't you really don't know or you, maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable, they're coming directly from Platinum. So that's a great benefit um, when you work with Platinum Home Warranty. And then last but not least, Jeremy Eaton, which I'm gonna put a little pressure on him. I'm pretty sure he's gonna dress up as the Lion King for our next event. No, you didn't. <laughs> so the security title, at, they, we recommend them for our escrows. We love working with Elva Palmer. And if Jeremy dresses up as the Lion King for us, we're going to like him so much more. So if you guys are refinancing, you're buying a house, make sure to consider security title and mention Jeremy. So until next week, you guys, we will see you or until next week, we'll see you then. Um, if you guys have any questions, like I said, put them in the comments and be sure to reach out. See you later. Bye. Thanks, Bridget. You're welcome. <laughs>